Have you ever made the mistake of believing that you need more money before you can become successful? Or that somehow having more money will make all of your dreams possible? If that is you, you are looking at money the wrong way. Successful people view money in a very, very different way than most people. And what we're going to talk about today is the differences between where most people live in terms of money and where successful six-figure high performers live in terms of money. This is the Path to Mindset Mastery Podcast. My name is Brad Bishjack. I'm a personal development expert with over nine years coaching experience, helping you come alive to your limitless possibilities and create the six figure success that you deserve. And this is the Path to Mindset Mastery Podcast, where we're going to break through everything holding you back from the life that you really want. And before we dive into the financial content today, I want to make one quick announcement that as of the date that this podcast is dropping, there are two days left for you to enroll in Rewired. It's the six-step Rewire Your Mind system, guaranteed to accelerate your success, instantly increase your confidence, and finally build the six-figure income that you deserve. You can find that at rewiredcourse.com. It's our final call before doors close tomorrow night for months and months and months and months and months. So make sure you hop on board. But let's talk about one of the things that could be getting in your way of enrolling in a program like Rewired, and that is money. Most people stay stuck in their life thinking that their financial situation needs to change before they can change. And that is 100% false. It's not your circumstances change and then you change. It's not you have more money and then you change. It's you change. And the byproduct of you changing is more money in most situations. If you think about the podcast episodes we've released recently, we talked a lot about the be, do, have mindset, right? How most people say, once I have more money, that's when I'll invest in a program like Rewired so I can become successful. And that's what, that was my story. When I was $92,000 in debt, I could have hired a coach or not hired a coach. And I was $92,000 in debt. And I said to myself, hey, this is one of the things that I can't afford. I can't afford to hire a coach. Well, if I would have lived that way and said, once I'm out of debt, then I'll hire a coach so I can be successful, I would have never gotten out of debt. I needed to view it like most people, like most successful people do and not like most people in my life. I need to say, okay, I'm in debt. That's why I need to hire a coach. And so I reverse engineered it from who, what do I want to have? I want to have financial freedom. Great. What would I already be doing? I'd already have a coach and therefore who do I need to be now? I need to be abundant. I need to be successful now. And that's what I want to challenge you to do today. I want to go through the differences between how successful people view money and how most people view money. And I know that you are an aspiring six-figure high performer. You want more out of your life than you've ever had before. You know you're meant for something huge out of this life. And really what I've noticed is that there's about five differences between the way most people view money and successful people view money. Let's go into the first one. Successful people view money as a relationship. Most people don't even acknowledge the relationship. And this is very, very important. I view money as a best friendship. Think about it like this. If money were a person, how would you describe your relationship with them? If money were a friend, and this friend is someone that you talked crap about behind their back, and you said, you know, why do you never come over enough? And you talk smack about it to your family. And when they're there, you're super judgmental. Or maybe you push money away. And you say, you know, thank you for coming over. Get out. 
right? And you blow it all right away and you spend to feel significant. Or when they're gone, you're not grateful for the time that they're there. Or maybe you're someone that's a stage five clinger with money where you're like, please stay, please stay, please stay, please don't leave, please don't leave, please don't leave. If that's you and that's how you view money and if money were a person, how would they respond? If money were a person and you were super clingy, and you were like, please don't leave me. Please stay. Please say, don't go anywhere. No, don't go anywhere. What would money do? Money would be like, I'm getting the heck out of here. If money were someone that you talk crap about behind their back and you judge them, and whenever they came over, you kicked them out right away, how would money feel if money were a person? Money would be like, I don't want to come around at all, right? If you were someone that never showed appreciation for money, if you feared what it would take to have more money in your life. If you fear that you have to sacrifice things you love to have money be your friend, would you actually want that friendship? It goes both ways. So you have a relationship with money the same way you do people. And so I want you to think about how you view money right now. Is it something where you have a fear that if you let money go, it'll never come back? Is that the sign of a healthy friendship? If you never let it go off to other places, will it, want, will it ever want to come back around? No, it doesn't come back brighter. It doesn't come back more excited. It wants to leave. That's how most people view money. Successful people see their relationship with money as a friendship. They say, okay, if I have a best friendship with someone, how would I treat that person? Well, first, anytime they're there, I'd be so grateful. I'd be so appreciative. I would love them unconditionally. I would feel vibrant and alive. I'm so glad you're here. Amazing. Thank you for coming. And if money wanted to take a trip, meaning if you had an opportunity to invest in something or if you were to, if money went somewhere else for a little while, how would your, you as the best friend of money view money wanting to go somewhere else? You would likely be like, amazing. Have a great time. I'll see you when you get back. Right? That is the difference. That's one of the key differences in how successful people view money versus people that are broke. We need to view money like a relationship. And I want you to ask yourself, how are you viewing your relationship with money? See, money doesn't care how good of a person you are. Money doesn't care how quote unquote deserving, we're gonna talk about the next, deserving you feel. Money just wants to feel like you want them in their life, but not from a desperate place. It's the energy around it that matters. So what's your relationship with money like? How do you view that friendship? Is it something where you're clingy, something where you judge? Only you can know that. But how you view it will determine your entire relationship. The more appreciative you are about money and the more okay you are with money leaving for the right reasons, the more money will come around. The second way that successful people view money differently than most people, most people believe they need to be deserving of money and successful people view money as an amazing resource that's their birthright. And so what do I mean by that? Most people believe that they need to work and sacrifice for this limited pie of money. And that when they work for that limited pie, they need to be deserving of their sliver. And so they believe if they don't work hard enough, they can't have more of it. And because we believe that working harder towards money is going to bring us money, we're not going to want to do it because then we view it as, okay, well, that means I'm going to have to sacrifice more time away from my family. I'm going to have to give up what I love the most in order to make more money. And so we're not going to want more money. We're going to think money will lead to freedom, but we're also afraid that money will lead to pain. And so we think we need to be deserving of this sliver. And only when we work hard enough do we deserve this sliver of pie. But there is no pie of money. There is no 
limit to how much money is created. There's a reason why 1,700 new millionaires are created every single day. It's because it's not a pie. It's an ever-growing, ever-expanding resource, ever expanding resource. And we'll talk about that more in a minute. Successful people, though, view money as their birthright. Wealth is your birthright. It's something that without being wealthy, you cannot truly make that great of an impact because your wealth is, a, is directly proportional to the number of lives you change and how well you've changed them. People say all the time, limiting beliefs about money, well, if I have money, that's greedy. No, it's staying broke that's greedy. Now that might have stung a little bit. My goal is not to offend, but it's to educate. Staying broke is greedy because the only way to become truly wealthy is to give something. It's to give all of who you are. It's to give the best version of you to the world through unconditional love and appreciation, being open to receiving amazing financial resources in return for what you give. The only way to become wealthy is to give. But if you stay broke, you are taking. You are saying, no, 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 it's harder for me. Someone take care of me in some way. And so we need to view money not as greedy. Having money not as greedy, but money is a sign of generosity. When you have wealth, it's a sign that you've given all of who you are to something. It's a sign you've poured yourself in to an endeavor that serves people. And we need to start viewing money as in, in that way. Money is your birthright. It's a resource that makes you that allows you to have way more memories. I love money. Money is a beautiful thing in my life. And People say, you know, money can't buy happiness, right? But there was that one country song, it can buy me a boat, right? Money can buy memories. It can buy experiences. It can buy things to be grateful for. And yes, you could rationalize, well, I don't need that. Okay, but all that's doing is trying to prove that you're significant without it. That's all that's doing. When you have more wealth, you get to serve more people. You get to expand people's possibilities of what they're capable of. And when we limit the amount of wealth we're willing to bring into our lives, then we actually hurt people because we don't show them possibility. Wealth is your birthright. Money is your birthright. The next difference between most people and successful high performer six-figure earners is that people like most, most people, view spending money, view investing money, as an expense. They view investing in something like Rewired as an expense where that money is not going to come back to them. They view it like they're going and buying pants from Target, right? Like it's not going to come back. They worry about where it's going to come back. But successful six-figure high performers view investing money as something that will return back tenfold. And they see it as more costly to not invest their dollars to create the life they want. If you don't have money, that is exactly why you need to invest money to create it. That's exactly why. Because if I took a look at all the people in my life when I was $92,000 in debt, and I looked around at all the people in my life that were broke and upset and overwhelmed on a regular basis, all of them had limiting money stories. They felt they weren't deserving enough for it and they viewed it as an expense. They viewed it as a scarce resource and they made decisions based on where they are instead of where they wanna be. That's how most people viewed it. And I looked around at all the people that had the wealth, not just financial wealth, but true wealth. And they viewed money as something that of course they're gonna, it's gonna come back to them. I'm gonna invest in myself. They saw it as I need to make decisions based on where I'm going. 
And so successful people view investing their dollars as an investment with a return, like investing in a Roth IRA or an index fund. There is a return that comes back and that's money you can't spend now because you're investing it into a brighter future. You will never go broke from investing in yourself because you develop skills and mindsets that no one can take from you. I know right now if for any reason my business shut down, which it won't, but for any reason my business shut down, I have all the skills I need to go and create wealth because I have invested in myself enough to where I have learned what I need to learn to build the life that I want. And so most people view it as an expense that they fear won't come back. Successful people view investing their dollars as one of the greatest returns they could ever have. Money always comes back, which kind of brings me to the next point. Number four, most people view money as a scarce resource. Money is hard to make. Once you have it, it disappears. And if you don't have a lot of it, you can't be happy. It's a scarce resource. Successful people view money as an abundant, ever-flowing resource. It's something that is always there. So here's a great metaphor. Successful people view money like air. If you take a breath in and exhale, you don't have to worry about where that next breath is coming from. You know that oxygen is coming back to you. But I feel like most people and the way they view money, you view it as a scarce resource. So you inhale and you hold on and you squeeze and you just make sure it doesn't go anywhere. And what ends up happening if you did that with air? If you do that with air and you inhale and, it, and you hold your breath, what will happen? You will eventually suffocate. If you are not willing to exhale to let go of money, you are preventing money from coming back to you. It is an ever-flowing, ever-abundant resource like air. If you are not willing to let it go, it does not come back. It just kills you. So we need to view money like a resource that will always replenish. If you don't view it that way, if you fear using money to create more money, all you're doing is hurting yourself. You're actually preventing money from coming to you because you're attached to money. You're saying, I need this. I need this right now. And that's the only way I can be happy. When money never took your happiness from you. That's a choice that you get to make in the moment. And if you're not willing to let money go in order to make more of it, then you're not going to ever have it. And that's how most people think. This is the wiring we need to rewire. If you are in a place where you're saying, I can't invest in myself because I don't have money, have you ever considered that that's the exact reason to do it? That's the exact wiring you need to change? Think about that. You're saying, I can't afford it. You don't understand my financial situation. And those beliefs are operating your decisions. That is exactly the type of default setting that needs to be rewired in order to create six-figure success. Does that make sense? So what's the fifth way? The fifth way that most people view money is they view money, investing money, based on their circumstances. I invest based on where I'm at right now. My situation, my family, all those things right now. I invest based on where I am and the money in the bank. That's what most people do. I don't have it, therefore I can't invest it. That's where most people live. And if you're saying right now, Brad, this is easy for you to say you have money. I didn't for a very long time and it was not until I rewired this, it wasn't until I changed this that I created wealth. Wealth only came when I stopped making decisions based on where I was and I did what successful people do, which is I make a decision based on where I'm going. 
What is the next level of me? What will bring me to the next level in my life? Successful people make decisions based on where they're going instead of where they are. I told you the story about hiring a coach earlier where I could have said, well, I'm six figures in debt. I can't afford to hire a coach. Once I'm out of debt, then I'll hire a coach. That would be a circumstantial decision like most people. But I took a look at the people that were successful and how they viewed money. And they said, okay, you're, you're in debt. It's exactly why you need to invest in yourself. That's the exact wiring that you need to let go of. And so I took that leap of faith and I said, I'm in debt. And so that's exactly why I need to take a leap of faith. And so I did. And on my very first call with the person I hired, it changed my life forever. It created a multi seven figure success story. And so if you're in that place right now where you're looking at me saying this going, well, easy for you to say, you have a seven figure business. You have this stuff. You have this life, a supportive spouse, all this stuff. It didn't start there. I was drowning in debt for years, paycheck to paycheck, too much monthly into the money. And I'm telling you right now that by shifting this through these five things, seeing money as a relationship, knowing that wealth is my birthright, knowing it's an investment to invest money, it's abundant, it's always coming back to me and I'm gonna invest based on where I'm going. When I did that, that's when my life changed. That's when the wealth started to build. It's not my money changes and then I change. It's I change. I become abundant and then my money changes. Hear me now because this is so important. One of the most important things I've said today. You will never get beyond scarcity. You have to start beyond scarcity. Let me repeat that. You will never get beyond scarcity. You have to start beyond scarcity. Think about what that means in your life. It's not money changes first. It's you become abundant first. And if you're having a hard time with this, that is exactly why you need to enroll in Rewired while the doors are still open for two more days at the time that this episode drops. That's it. Literally today and tomorrow, that's the very last time we're going to have this open for a very, very long time. You need to take a leap of faith now while doors are still open and invest in rewiring your mind for success. Rewired is the six-step rewire your mind system, guaranteed to accelerate your success, instantly increase your confidence, and finally build the six-figure income that you deserve. If you are dealing with financial challenges right now, that is exactly why you need it. If money is the fear, money not coming back to you, that is exactly why you need it. And if you're saying, Brad, you don't understand my financial situation, I can't afford to, please consider that that is the exact wiring that you will need to rewire if you ever want to create success. In real time, it's your own limiting beliefs coming out. So head to rewiredcourse.com, get started while doors are still open. And either way, my hope is that today you saw how successful people view money and you choose to start making decisions based on where you're going instead of where you are. So thank you so much for tuning in to the Path to Mindset Mastery podcast. Head to rewiredcourse.com, get signed up before doors close. And thank you so much for tuning in today. And always remember, you're just one insight away from a radically different life. I will see you in Rewired. Head to rewiredcourse.com and enroll right now.